This combination of the strongest illusion of separation that we can experience, which is literally being separated from each other and everything around us by a physical body, and cosmic amnesia can lead to souls getting stuck in the physical. And stuck is in quotation marks because no one is ever really stuck. Hello beautiful soul and welcome to Rooted in the Cosmos, your podcast for all things spirituality. My name is Isabel Gloria, I'm your host and I'm welcoming you to this brand new episode. This episode is part two of the Cosmic Amnesia Deep Dive. So if you haven't listened to the first part of this series, make sure to stop now, go back to part one of the Cosmic Amnesia Deep Dive and then come back to listen to this one so that everything makes sense to you. I'm really happy that you're tuning back in for this second part. I'm really excited about this. We're going to go much deeper into cosmic amnesia. So last week I covered what it exactly is and what are the, the purposes of cosmic amnesia. And today we're going to dive a little bit deeper into what happens when the veil is lifting and when cosmic amnesia is not as strong anymore and we start to remember things and all that. And also we're going to touch on the negative sides of cosmic amnesia because this is a huge topic on earth. We will touch on some darker subjects today, but it's not going to be too crazy. I think it's very important to not hide any of the darker aspects of spirituality in general, not just when it comes to cosmic amnesia, I think in general. It starts with shadow work, which is super important, and it also continues with always being careful what you consume in the spiritual realm. Like there's so much uh, infiltrated stuff that is not true, that is not from the light, and we always need to use discernment. And that's why I never shut up talking about the darker sides as well. So even in cosmic amnesia, there is a darker side to that, and uh, we will touch on that as well. Before I hop straight in, I want to give you a little bit of a preview of what's happening in 2024. I have a lot of exciting things planned for this upcoming year, and uh, they also have to do with you. So I don't want to give away too much, but I plan to offer something that you all can benefit from. Everyone who's on a spiritual journey and wants to um, have a community and ongoing support on their spiritual journey with their awakening and with gaining wisdom. So keep your eyes on your email inbox if you're on my newsletter list. And if you haven't signed up for that, make sure to sign up for that to not miss any updates, any launches, any uh, news on what's coming because something really, really big and really cool is coming in 2024 that everyone can benefit from who wants to learn a lot about spirituality and who wants to really embark on this journey for real and need support and someone yeah to support and guide them so yeah that was my little preview i hope you're excited for this i'm not giving away what it is yet and i'm also i also don't know when exactly it's gonna launch but like i said i will keep you updated in my email so if you're not on my email list make sure to sign up it's all linked in the show notes and without further ado, I would say let's hop into today's episode. 
So in last week's episode, we talked about cosmic amnesia, what it exactly is and what the purpose of cosmic amnesia is. And you may ask yourself, okay, but how can I let go of my cosmic amnesia? How can I remember my soul's journey? How can I remember all these amazing, exciting things about my soul? And yeah, how do I do that? And it's completely understandable that you want to know that because it feels really exciting and thrilling to know all these things and to remember and to to have this remembrance going on. So first of all, I want to tell you, as soon as you start concerning yourself with spirituality, with yourself, with your inner world, with all these things that are part of a spiritual journey, cosmic amnesia does no longer have a hard grip on you. So even just the fact that you are on a spiritual journey, that you want to know about how the world works and want to know all the deeper things things beyond the obvious is a sign that you already are awakening from your cosmic amnesia. And cosmic amnesia is actually a topic that I talk a lot about with my clients because they often come to me and they're like, what can I do to remember things like you did if I share, for example, a personal experience that I had or a personal memory? What I often notice is that there is a lack of patience. That is not meant in a mean way. I totally get why you would be impatient. But um, cosmic amnesia is something really, really strong that also has its purpose in um, the things that we talked about last week. So the purpose is also to not carry on all the karma and all the memories from past lives because that wouldn't benefit you. It would completely overwhelm you. So remembering too much is actually not beneficial. You only can remember or you're only supposed to remember things that have to do with the things and the challenges and the lessons you're learning in this life. So no matter how hard you try, you will never um, be able to remember all the things you may want to remember because that's simply not supposed to happen. The other thing is that the veil is not lifting immediately. It can happen for some people that some certain experiences lift the veil for them. For example, if you have a near-death experience, you may be in that state of remembrance for quite a time and um, a lot of cosmic information is coming back to you. This is what happened to me. But not everybody has these drastic experiences and not everybody has to have them to remember. And um, they can also be really, really drastic in a way that is challenging. So people who are, who had like near-death experiences or very, very um, significant life experiences that made them remember soul memories, they are not always happy about this and they are not always like, yay, I remember so much about my soul's journey. It also comes with a good challenge because not everybody is ready for what they may remember. Not everybody is ready for their worldview completely changing. So so the reason why you may not remember things very vividly is because it's meant to happen slowly. It's meant to happen gradually. There are so many ways and so many different levels to breaking through cosmic amnesia. And many people, most people actually, live their life without ever knowing about the existence of cosmic amnesia. They are so fully immersed in it and have no conscious perception outside of it that would even allow them to remember anything. And that is clearly not you. So you're already a step ahead if your goal is to remember a lot about your soul journey. As soon as you are on a spiritual journey, the veil starts to lift. This is just how it is. When you seek a deeper understanding, you begin to realize that there is more to your existence and more to who you are. That in itself is proof that you are no longer fully immersed in your cosmic amnesia. 
And over time, you start to look through the illusion of separation and begin to understand that you are more than just a human being. And I believe that if you're listening to this podcast, you are on that journey already. You already know that. You already have a lot of wisdom and you're already on the journey to remember and reclaim your power and all of that. So what I like to teach my clients, even though that's a hard pill to swallow, is patience. What often happens is that they come to me and they ask me, hey, how can I remember? Like, give me a practice so I can remember tonight when I do this practice. And I would love to give them that practice, but it's not that easy. It is like a puzzle. It is like a puzzle that has many, 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 many pieces. And every day you have the choice to pick up one of these pieces and put it into in your puzzle. And one day it can be a simple five-minute meditation that can bring, that can add a piece to your puzzle. The other day it may be crying for an hour because you feel like it and this can add a piece to your puzzle the day after that can be reading a spiritual book and that adds another piece of the puzzle to your puzzle that's how you go on on your journey there is not this one practice that i can give you that makes you remember everything i can like what i love to do is to guide my clients through pre-incarnation journeys so they remember a lot through that it's like it's not hypnosis but you can imagine it similar to like a hypnosis session where you go into regression but in this case you go back to the state before you even incarnated into this life and uh, you connect with your cosmic self so obviously there are ways to um, open the doors and to attempt to lift the veil but it's never gonna lift more than it's meant to be at that moment that is something really really important to remember you cannot force this you cannot hurry it you cannot decide that you're gonna remember now as soon as you are on that journey you're already fully immersed in the process of remembering like everything you do is there to potentially help you remember things about yourself and about your soul. And what you need is patience and to remind yourself that you already are on that journey. For me, for example, I've been on this journey for many years. Like I started this journey, I would say I really started it in, I think, to 2014, 15, around that time is when I really started to do shadow work and actively seeking um, a better life and integrating my trauma and like all the this shadow stuff that needs to happen to access higher knowledge. But even before that, I was really connected in my teenage years. I was, um, I had these near-death experiences in my childhood, which I later remembered what they were. And like my journey has started so, so early on and this level of remembrance and this level of cosmic information coming in became quicker and quicker the more I allowed myself to be on this journey. When I started out, when I started to explore myself, there was no end goal for me. It was just something I explored. Um, in, even in the collective, there was not a lot of spiritual talk. Right now, it's and it, this is amazing, I believe, right now there's a lot of this knowledge already in the collective, at least in some communities, it's almost like common sense now that you do um, work with your emotions, that you do not suppress anything, that you start exploring yourself. So it has become way more mainstream, which is amazing in that case. But back when I started, there was nothing to find about this or not much. Like there were a couple of people who made YouTube videos about this and you could learn a little bit more, but it was nothing like it is today where you find hundreds and hundreds of people telling you really 
really amazing things about their journeys and giving you inspiration and guided meditations and all that thing. It was very different back then and I had no end goal. And what I feel like is happening is that a lot of people compare themselves to other people who are further along on their journey and they want to get there as soon as possible. So there's a lot of comparison and there is like when you start to journey, when you start to spiritually explore yourself, there's almost like this end goal or this next goal you want to achieve. For some it is, I want to astral travel. For others it is, I want to have my Kundalini awakening. And then it is, I want to um, remember my past lives and all these things. And trust me, these things happen naturally on your journey. But don't go in expecting this to happen or expecting this to happen at a certain point. Because it's going to happen if you allow yourself to be immersed in your journey in a natural way. It happens organically. You don't have to force it. And it's not meant to be forced. So that is what I would tell you if you're impatient. Please be more patient and just trust that it's going to happen in divine timing and that you are good enough as you are right now that you can, even if you desire to support others on their spiritual journey, you're always ahead of someone. You're always the teacher for someone. You can always teach someone what you already know so we can help each other. I may be able to teach you different things than you can teach your clients or your loved ones or whoever you want to guide, but we all can teach something to each other. So there is no need to strive for this next goal or for this next um, stepstone on your journey. Like just enjoy the journey, be present, allow things to happen organically and don't expect them to happen in your time frame or in your timeline. It's going to happen how it's meant to happen. After talking about how to lift the veil, I want to talk about the negative side of cosmic amnesia, which is basically when it becomes impossible to lift this veil and to be stuck in this cosmic amnesia. One of the main points of our incarnation is to realize, while being present in separation, that we are ultimately one. So it's like a paradox. You are in a separate body, you are in this physical reality where everything feels very separate. And in this reality, you are meant to awaken to the truth of oneness and that deeper layer that connects us all. And this is a realization that has to be made within one polarity of the two. You cannot know white if you don't know black and vice versa. So in order to understand what happiness is, you need to be sad sometimes. In order to understand what fairness is, someone needs to treat you without fairness. These kind of things need to happen for us to understand the polarity and for us to understand the mirror and the dynamic of separation and how it makes us feel and how it works in our reality. And even though cosmic amnesia is necessary for our physical experience of separation and of polarity, it can tighten its grip around us. So it can become so, so strong that the material world is almost becoming overwhelmingly exciting because on a soul level, the material world, the physical world is an exciting place for souls in general. Like your soul wanted to be here partly because there is separation, because there is this experience of being an individual in an individual body and all these things. Everything is physical. You can touch it, you can taste it, you can feel it, you can have intense emotions, good and bad. Like all these things 
are not as present in the higher realms. Everything is more conscious and more balanced. And while this sounds beautiful from our human perspective, you are in your soul perspective and you're like, oh my God, this physical experience sounds like a wild trip. I want to go there. Like I want to touch and feel and eat and have sex and all these things. I want to have all these physical things and be present in this physical reality. It's so exciting for a soul. This combination of the strongest illusion of separation that we can experience, which is literally being separated from each other and everything around us by a physical body, and cosmic amnesia can lead to souls getting stuck in the physical. And stuck is in quotation marks because no one is ever really stuck. But with stuck, I mean that it can take a much longer time for a soul to even have any sort of spiritual awakening. It can take eons of time. And because everything seems so separated and we cannot easily see the truth of it all, that all, everything is connected and that everything is from oneness, a comparison is a natural consequence. So having things or collecting things is the manifestation of us subconsciously looking for oneness. We try to complete ourselves with things outside of ourselves because we fail to realize that there is no outside of us, that it's only like interconnectedness. With us, I mean, not you and me, but us as a human collective, because that happens to a lot of people. They get so caught up in the material, in like reaching their career goals, reaching they're uh, building their family, having a house, like it it's not completely superficial, obviously, if you build a family, it's something beautiful, but it's like these human um, rules that you obey to, and there is no room and no space for exploring your soul and for reaching yourself on a deeper level. While there is nothing wrong with enjoying all these things and also with enjoying physical things, like nice physical things that make you happy, the experience of physicality in all forms is literally one of the reasons we come here as souls. So there is nothing wrong about this. But some individuals, and I'm not talking about you and me here, I'm talking about very specific individuals, can become obsessed with materialism. And they lose themselves in the separation. They completely lose their inherent connection to source and it becomes not only secondary it becomes inaccessible to them and instead of being on a journey of slowly remembering their connection to all that is they're on a journey away from that realization and towards even more separation from a bigger picture every soul is on what you call an ascension journey so every soul is meant to no matter how long it takes no matter how fast or how slow this journey is going they are on a journey of remembering and of ascending to a higher dimension or to help others ascend into a higher dimension. And these individuals who become so stuck and so obsessed, they fall deeper and deeper and deeper into cosmic amnesia to a point where it's virtually impossible for them to reconnect with their non-physical aspect. So they become completely disconnected from that. It's what you would call a soulless being, but it is not a soulless being. They are just so cut off from their soul, from their higher self, from their cosmic self, from everything that connects them to the higher realms, that it may appear to us like they're like soulless, they're dead inside. 
that's this kind of vibe. It's not really a soulless being. It's just a being or a person who is very, very, very disconnected. They completely lose their ability to listen to their intuition because their chakra system and their energy system is completely messed up because of everything that happens when you disconnect from your cosmic self. Your intuition is also the direct communication channel to your cosmic self. So if you can no longer trust your intuition, if you don't feel it anymore, you can also no longer talk and communicate with your cosmic self, which a lot of people do without realizing. So if you have a gut feeling, if you trust that gut feeling, or if you feel it, there is some level of communication. And the average person may not listen to that guidance from within all the time, but we can still feel it. We we feel like the, the, the average human has a gut feeling. They feel it. But these certain individuals who have completely lost the connection, they no longer feel that. Everything has shifted into the mind. There is no gut feeling. There is no communication with higher realms. There is no like um, intuition that's guiding them anymore. They become so focused on the physical that they completely shut down their ability to connect on a non-physical level with themselves. And they start to see material things as part of their identity, which is very dangerous. And greed and lust for power is the consequence of that. Because once you begin to see your possessions and the power you have over other people as your identity, and at the same time are completely disconnected from your emotions and from your cosmic self, that is a very, very dangerous mix. And because they genuinely see everything outside of themselves, they try to possess as many things as possible. So they see everything as separate from them. They see no connection between themselves and other people or their actions and other people. They only see themselves. They're completely shifted into the mind and they want to possess as much as possible. And this goes as far as having control over others or harming others for their own benefit. They are completely unable to see or to feel more so the connection between others and themselves. There is just like this huge disconnect. And it's it's like they are pushing people around like chess pieces. And everything that they do or that they make people do for them or that they manipulate them to do is everything just from the perspective of how does this benefit me? How do I get to my goals? How does this play into my cards? Like this type of energy. I don't want to go too deep into the psychology of things also because I don't have enough knowledge of that. But I know, like on a spiritual level, I know that this is what's happening when someone is a psychopath or a sociopath. They do have this disconnected um, energy system and this messed up energy system because they're no longer connecting with their intuition and everything in their world is just like, what can this person benefit me for? What can I manipulate here so I can get what I want? Like this type of thinking is very present in psychopaths and sociopaths. I'm not telling you this because I believe that this is something you have to work on. Absolutely freaking not because I know if you're listening to this, if you are on your spiritual journey, this is far from um, your reality. But I'm telling you this and I'm sharing this because, unfortunately, this type of behavior is a big problem here on Earth. The inability to connect with Source and to fall victim to cosmic amnesia has tragically kept certain souls in power for eons, for as long as you can think. A lot of people who are in higher positions in this world live that reality. They have lost a connection. And because of this, 
they have developed dark and selfish behavior and are driven by money and by power and by lust for more control. And they are virtually unable to draw energy from source. They have to find an external source because they can no longer get their energy from source energy. They have to look for an external source. They're like energy vampires. And they are so disconnected from source and the higher aspects of themselves from their cosmic self that they end up in an incarnation spiral because they fail to realize their own divinity and connection to source even after death. They are so disconnected that they can die. They can go back into their soul's perspective. And instead of realizing that and reconnecting with that part of themselves, they stay stuck on a lower astral realm and they reincarnate right away. Through this incarnation spiral, the same souls incarnate on earth over and over and over again as different characters, you could say, and have become masters of control, accumulation, of wealth, and of self-centered behavior. And because they, in between incarnations, they don't connect with their cosmic self or with the higher realms, they come into this new incarnation with the same perspective, with the same disconnectedness that they had before. So it, they never reconnect. A normal soul, like a soul who's not stuck, they reconnect in between lives with their true selves so they can remember and they can choose the next challenges and the next les lessons. These souls are unable to do that. They just are stuck in this incarnation spiral and they stay stuck in the disconnectedness of things. Even though I find it important to mention this dynamic and I think it's worth being mentioned, it's not worth getting lost in conspiracy theories or other worldly scenarios in which this is playing out. With conspiracy theories, there's a lot of false information out there and a lot of things that should confuse us and are just here to distract. So a lot of the things that you find is actually meant to keep you low. It's meant to keep you on a low vibration. Instead of concerning yourself with these theories and with this probably false information that's mixed with a little bit of true information, rather concern yourself with the nature of darkness on a spiritual level. Why is it here? How does it serve us? How did it come into existence at all? If there is oneness, why is there evil? These type of questions and seeking answers to those type of questions is way more beneficial and way more sovereign than just getting lost in other people's conspiracy theories. I'm not saying everything is wrong, everything is bullshit. I'm not saying don't think for yourself or don't um, question things. 100% question everything. Research for yourself when you feel like you need to and always think for yourself. I'm not telling you all of this is BS and you should never look into it. I'm just telling you that most of it is BS. <laughs> so you can get stuck too. And we should never let that happen. What I also want to add is that what I've just described, like this dark part of cosmic amnesia and these souls who cannot reconnect, this is certainly not something that happens to you, your family members, or anyone around you. It takes a lot, a lot to accumulate that level of disconnectedness. And it goes far beyond the average greedy business person or anything like that. So it does not mean 
that being wealthy equals being a bad person or that being in a powerful position equals a bad person or that a certain job in in our world um, means that they are all bad people. Like this is something that's also um, like this ideology of the world is the enemy and there's this master plan, plan and stuff like that. It's not like that. We always have to trust and know and feel that there is good people everywhere in all kinds of positions, in all kinds of power positions as well. And um, there is the duality again, like the the polarity of good and evil and good and bad. And it's happening everywhere. It's happening in the small circles, in the big circles. And um, the important thing is that you always stay connected with your heart and always know there is no sense of powerlessness as long as you don't give your power away. So if you start to believe that the world is an evil place and that everyone is like a conspiracy and that everything is planned out and everything is predestined and stuff like that in a, in a bad way, you are giving away your power. We should believe that in every power position, in every um, in every corner of the world, there is good, genuine people, there is awakened souls, there is people who are working for the light. And of course, there are people who are not working for the light as well, but they are not overpowering us. They are not overpowering the light workers. So never give up trusting and feeling that there are so many good souls out there in all kinds of positions, in all kinds of jobs, in all kinds of connections and uh, contexts. So that being said, I feel like this is a good way to end this episode. Don't get caught up in the earthly drama too much. And let me know if you would like to have another deep dive on darkness. So darkness from the spiritual perspective. Why does it exist? How did it come into existence? All these very deep, very important questions. I would love to do another deep dive. I feel like this is going to be a multi-part deep dive as well then. So let me know if that's something that you want to do or you want to listen to. You can text me on Instagram. It's at Gloria. Or you can write me an email. It's podcast at isabelgloria.com. It's all linked in the show notes. And uh, have a beautiful, beautiful week. Enjoy the Christmas time, no matter if you're celebrating or not. I hope you find some peace and quiet. And uh, talk to you next week. Bye-bye.